everybody. Um, so welcome to our first episode of Big Deck Energy. I was kind of like thinking you were going to say something. Ooh, Big Deck Energy. <laughs> um, so we're just going to jump right into it. So my name is Allie. I'm 25 years old and I'm here with my best friend. I am Scala. I am 29 and we are not your typical gamers. Ooh, you're old. <laughs> I am very old, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so we're sort of here to start this podcast, and our vision for this is to talk about gaming that's not traditional. We're going to try to stay away from digital types of gaming, so video games is mostly what that falls under, Um, but Scott can talk about why. Yeah, I just feel, um, so when you get into video games, right, most of them, even now with MMOs and RPGs, most of them are very linear. Um, there's not a lot of fluctuation in the gaming experience. So uh, me playing, let's say, God of War is going to be the exact same thing as somebody else playing God of War, as opposed to, uh, you know, like if you're playing Dungeons & Dragons or Magic, there's a lot, I don't want to say more skill, but uh, more room for a different experience for the gamers. Yeah, and I think it's super important nowadays to get into this type of gaming because everything we do is online, like... Mm-hmm. Scala and I work in an entertainment business where, you know, things are getting replaced every day by automated machines and online experiences that it's really important to kind of be able to have this face-to-face interaction. Um, and it's really cool to, like, interact with your friends like that. I think, like, we have, between our busy work schedules, have stayed, well, I mean, friends because we're friends, but we've stayed close mm-hmm. because of, like, this common interest of having things to look forward to to do to kind of put away work for a few hours and just do something stupid and laugh about it yes it's uh (laughs) definitely definitely an escape that i never really got from uh video games i would say um it's definitely video games are a great distraction but you know uh tabletop gaming everything from DD magic Game of Thrones, which we'll get into, is uh, it's just something you kind of look forward to in a different way. You know, I go to work, work a ten-hour shift, and just be like, you know what? At least it ends when, when I clock out, and I have my my big deck ready. We're gonna we're gonna get started. Yeah, um, and I think it's really important to kind of talk about our sort of perspective on gaming and why we wanted to do this from our end. Is we're not the quote unquote stereotypical gamers and I really hate to use that especially like in today's day and age and I think that that's something we want to push is that gaming really is for everybody um and I think that we're kind of representative of that so I guess I'll start with me being a female in the gaming community does have a sort of weird connotation that comes with it um everything from like oh you don't belong in this game store um to kind of like some of the experiences i've had where people have been like do you know what a weapon is like (laughs) yes i know what sheathing a sword means um so i would say that overwhelmingly my experiences have been positive but i think that i kind of bring a different view into some of the things that come with gaming that i don't think a lot of people talk about which is sort of the feminine perspective of how women are viewed in gaming and kind of like how we fit into it yeah instead of playing just uh a single role, which, uh, yeah, definitely we'll get into. Um, from my perspective, I am not your <laughs> typical gamer because I have a lot of tattoos and dress differently than most gamers dress. Um, I spent probably 10 to 15 years of my life uh, rapping, so that's not something you come across in the gaming community often. Um, uh, somewhere in this podcast, we're going to talk about some of our gaming experiences. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, usually people think I'm there to rob them. Um, when I when I walk into oh these you're not no I'm, oh. I'm definitely not I'm more uncomfortable <laughs> than they are which we'll go over in our first experience the best story yeah but yeah uh, for me and if you even look at uh, as Ali spoke about before our our relationship I think it's confusing to a lot of people <laughs> it's like, really don't, confusing to a yeah, lot of people they just don't understand how we are best friends <laughs> but um, a lot of that stems from we both just love the strategy and the the building and we have extremely addictive personalities that's bad works very well with it that's not a good thing you shouldn't have that but if you are you know I'd rather be addicted to carts than heroin so that's something right <laughs> and we're competitive yes extremely competitive <laughs> Yeah, um, I think that's something really important, too, is that we work at the same company. We don't work, like, in the same building, but when we tell people that we're best friends, they're like, are you that guy is your best friend? <laughs> yep. um, 
Yeah, so that's, that's kind of fun. But yeah, I think that that kind of sums up who we are. So I guess you want to jump into your first like true gaming experience outside of video games. Yes, yeah, so my first gaming experience uh, was Dungeons and Dragons. So it was uh, off of the company that me and Allie worked for. One of the new supervisors there was really into it. They were doing a campaign. I had no idea, but it sounded really interesting. So I went. It was uh, her, her husband, a couple other people, and I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Just the character sheet alone, trying to figure out how to do that was like so overwhelming. Um, it was. I had a lot of fun once we got into it. But even like the campaign, uh, one thing I realized with Dungeons and Dragons, if you don't have like a fleshed out campaign, it could be very, very confusing to uh, to new players because they're kind of trying to figure out the mechanics of uh, actually playing Dungeons and Dragons. And if you don't have like a, a story or yeah. a, a backstory that's really interesting, it, they're going to be all over the place, which was uh, my first experience. And my, my character's name was Scalazar, so that was that's fun. That's the best. <laughs> I literally found that out like 15 seconds before yes. we started recording that. Yes. and. This and that's hilarious. But uh, even with it being, you know, kind of stressful and new to me, it, it definitely was a different experience that I enjoyed. I enjoyed the idea of the story not completely being written yet and kind of your decisions yeah. impacting the actual game, which is, uh, you know, a, a huge thing. Shout out to all the DMs out there because just seeing what Allie had to go through creating <laughs> an entire world. Um, I, don't, I don't know how anybody does that, but it, it's definitely amazing and uh, provides for a gaming experience that you're not going to get from a lot of digital yeah, formats. that's a really, really good point. DMing is not easy. <laughs> it's not an easy feat. Um, so my gaming experience, it's kind of it's kind of different. So I was always, I always wanted to game. I always wanted to play Dungeons and & Dragons. And, like, people who know me know I'm super creative. I love to write and I love to, like, do stuff like that. But my friends in high school, we weren't into those kind of mm. things. You know, we were too cool for that cool i'll use that with like a <laughs> air quotations um and i think it was one of those things that was so i don't want to use the word taboo in a bad way but it was like people who played dungeons and dragons and people who played magic the gathering were not people you wanted to be so none of my friends ever wanted to try that um but i give a lot of credit to my younger brother who has a huge impact on my gaming experience because he was into all that he was into magic he was he never played D before me but he was into those types of yeah, the fantasy kind of. Realm. Yeah, all those games. Yeah. So, my first experience was I sat with a bunch of his friends and they tried to teach me magic, and I had no idea what was going on. I was like, "Why am I tapping cards? <laughs> what What do you mean I have to pay for this card? Why can't I play this card now?" Um, and it wasn't a bad experience. I mean, it was my brother, so it's fine. But it wasn't like I didn't get it. Like, and mm. I just and I felt so uncomfortable in that experience because of the like connotation that came with gaming that I kind of like was like oh cool like you're a nerd have fun and like kind of put it aside for quite a while pretty much probably till I met you yeah I would say I would say that's when I really like got into gaming but yeah so that's my first experience it's not nearly as fun as yours <laughs> <laughs> yeah I would definitely say um that, that was, like, the one-off experience for me, and then nothing else happened with, like, tabletop gaming or anything like that until I met Allie, and then we got really into Game of Thrones and found out there was a card game. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we can talk a little bit about that. Um, so we've had a lot of weird, like, first-time gaming experiences together, I think. Yes. Um, so our first, first, first experience, at least... I'll tell it from my point of view, and then you tell it from your point of view, is uh, I was Scala's supervisor um, at the place that we worked at, and we were close, but we weren't, like, super, super close, and then we started realizing we had a lot of things in common, like, stupid things, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yep. stupid songs we used to listen to, yep. and... Um, love for Raptors. Love yep. for Raptors, the way we judge people. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, we just got along on uh, that kind of level, and they got me into Game of Thrones, the TV show. I had not read the books. I had no interest in the show, because I was like, oh, it's so far in, I, I can't even start it right now. I think it was, like, season four or five. Yeah, it was pretty it was late like, into it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty late into it. So I think season four was on when you got me into it. Mm -hmm. So um, I ended up binging the show, and, like, 
halfway through me binging the show, he comes up to me and he's like, hey, listen, like, you like card games and stuff? And I was like, what? And he's like, there's this new game. Let's watch this video and watch like a 20 minute tutorial on how to play Game of Thrones, a card game. And then we were like, well, shit, we got to try it. Like, and we went, we bought cards. I think we ordered them online first. Yeah, right? yeah, that was... Yeah. yeah, we ordered them online. We wouldn't even know where to buy those in a store at <laughs> yes. that point. Yep. And then we sat in my parents' basement <laughs> and uh, we played. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I was extremely excited when I came across this game <laughs> on the Black Hole, which is YouTube. Um, it just happened to pop up and I was like, this is... This is an, it was probably because I was searching a lot of like Game of Thrones spoilers and things like that. Yeah. But um, once it came up, I... I was like, I need to find somebody to play this with. <laughs> and there was literally nobody in my life at that time that would play this game with me except Allie. So it was I literally went up to her just like, all right, hear me out before before you judge me. Just just watch this video. Um, and then yeah, yeah, we we bought it, we played, uh, Mitch destroyed me. Um, oh like, my god. I got destroyed by yes. everybody, I think. That yeah, I didn't win one Including game. Including my best friend who was like passed out drunk. Because didn't Casey yep. win too? Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she didn't even know what she was doing. She was just She was asleep. Yep. She was like, Oh, I think like I'm gonna attack you and yeah, that was and, it. and yeah. you were so upset because you're like so I was the only one that wanted to play this game. Yep. And I lost. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was definitely, that was my first experience, and we were, a very bad idea when you're, uh, by the way, when you're starting a new game, especially as intricate as Game of Thrones is, don't get drunk. Uh, we, we got really drunk, Yeah, and we couldn't understand half of, we were probably playing wrong for at least a month before we oh, kind yeah. of got into, like, oh, Then we, wait. like, really got into the rules, yeah. and, well, the first time we played, we played a different edition. Remember, we played That's the right. first edition, yeah. and then you were like, wait, the second edition is the one with all the expansions. So then we yeah. got into that. And then we really got into, like, we really got into it. Yeah. Yeah, we spent a lot of time playing. We played what? I mean, minus, don't tell our bosses this. Oh, he doesn't work for the company yeah, anymore. Yeah, it doesn't he, matter. Yeah, he got fired. We, so used, <laughs> we used to play at work, like, after we would close. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We would, like, host, like, quote-unquote parties for our associates, and we'd be, yep. like, just playing Game yep. of Thrones. Most of them didn't even show up. It was just for us. Just us. And anybody who wanted to play. And then we didn't even let people play. No, they watched we're too us. competitive. <laughs> we're like, you need to learn how to play first. Just watch. That's pretty much what that ended up being. Yeah, and I think people got scared of us, so. Yeah. Worked for us. It, it definitely did. And then we just, we, I would, like, what, like, twice a week we were playing at least, like, at my house? At or, least, yeah. yeah. And it was not like we were playing for, like, an hour or two. No. Like, we would meet up at, what, like, maybe, it was it's usually it's late, that you know, night, like, eight, yeah. eight, nine o'clock, and Till, like, three leave. in the morning. Yeah, like, yeah. three in the morning, sometimes we're leaving when, like, freaking birds <laughs> are chirping. The few times we were like, we need to go get breakfast. Like, yeah. We're gonna keep playing all night long. That was great. So that was our first, like, kind of bonding, I think, with, yep. with it. Um, but we've had a few experiences since then. As, Absolutely. like, first times, right? So, my personal favorite story, and probably yours, mm-hmm. is the first time we ever went to a game store. Oh, my God. That it's the best story. It, it is. And it's literally kind of the the point of this whole podcast. It could be <laughs> summed up in that one experience. In that one experience. Of uh, me and Allie going, <laughs> going to our first game store together and not having any idea what we were yeah. supposed to do. So, Scala sort of opened up this wormhole of gaming for us, um, and... As he mentioned, we both have really addictive personalities, and I have always, always, always wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons, and I just, like, started buying shit, so we got, like, the books and the things, yep. and, you know, I was like, I just want to play, and then we, like, kind of tried to run our own game without knowing, like, remember I ran a game for you yeah. and Mitch, um, and we tried to run it without really knowing what we were doing, and then we are like, oh, this is fun, it's make-believe, like, whatever, mm. and then we were like, no, we're gonna, we're gonna try to play, and we had heard that this local game store um anyone from new jersey shout out to time warp comics they are the best please sponsor us (laughs) (laughs) they're the literal best um they host uh adventure league dungeons and dragons wednesday nights so we decided hell we're just gonna show up we're gonna show up and we rolled in like (laughs) we just we did not belong no. You showed up. I have never been so intimidated by anything in my life. I'm, I'm telling you, like, I walked into that game store and just immediately felt like I was so out of place. You, you know? looked like a straight thug. Yep. 
And you had, like, your bag over your one shoulder with, like, your books and everything. I had, like, a backpack with all my stuff in it. But we just, like, did not look like we belonged there. We sat outside for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, we, we had to hype ourselves up just to walk in the store. Because we, have, oh we, have, we have to remember, too, we had no idea. It's not like we knew somebody who regularly went to We just yeah. found out about it and kind of showed up. Right. We didn't really know if there was a process you had to do or, like, what, you know... If we're supposed to register or anything like that. So yeah, we we had to sit outside and kind of figure out. We're going over talking points, like how we're gonna. It was oh it was definitely God. rough. It was like we were like getting ready for an interview. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, so we hyped ourselves up, and then we finally had the balls to to walk in. And what yep. did we do? We uh, <laughs> pretended like we were looking for a game. We walked around the same two aisles. Cause just, yeah, it's not that big, you know. There's, you know, everything is very together. Compact, so yeah. We just kind of stared at uh, random board games we knew we weren't going to buy, and just kind of talked to each other, like, "Hey, I think it's happening over there." Yeah. So, all right, what, what's our strategy? Uh, who, who's going to talk? Who's going to talk? So we had this whole like debate at that time where I was like, "Well, you know, you're a female, so I think you should approach." And them. I was like, "That's the one reason I shouldn't approach them." Yes, I, I don't actually remember who. I think we walked up. We like tag teamed. To, it. Yeah, yeah, we, we kind of walked, walked up, up together. Which, we walked up together. We went to a table that didn't have that many people at it. Yeah, we were like, "Hey, like, how does this work? Do you guys have like seats? Can we like play?" And they were like, "Oh, you have to ask the DM." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is already off to a really bad start." Like. Yeah. This guy's not talking to us. He's not making eye contact with us. We're probably, like, being super annoying. Yep. And then everybody started showing up. And then, like, the room was getting crowded. Oh, my God. I'm, I have, like, anxiety just thinking about it. Yeah, I was it. sweating. I was sweating <laughs> so much. Like, there was, like, sweat marks on my character. Like, there was... I was so nervous about... It's like I'm, I'm waiting for this DM. And that's, like, such a, such a... I don't even know what that means, really. I'm just like, oh, so he's, like, the gang leader or something. Like, all right. We got to make the a good impression. Leader. Like, that's... I have no idea. So we're all just waiting, just sitting around this table. You know, they're setting up their stuff. We, we're pretending to do things. Like, I'm pulling books out of my back that I don't even know. We, like, roll up with, like, 16 books. Like, we don't even... Yep. But we had everything. We had, like, dice. We had books. We had notebooks. We even bought more dice because we were like, let's, like... That's a thing, right? Like, let's go buy yeah. more dice. So Pretty that, much, yeah. That was a thing. Um, then the DM showed up, and he was like, yeah, sure, you can stay. And then we were like, cool, we don't know what we're doing. And yeah. all I remember was I got attacked by something that clung to my skin. And then I was like, I want to pull it off. And then he's like, okay, roll this. And I was like, sure. And then I died. Well, I didn't die, but, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I might as well have died because I was like had no HP. But I had no idea what was going on, so that, that was weird. Yeah, it definitely was. And I got the feeling it was probably, like, a weird experience for them. Because how often do you have random pe- especially people who look like me and Allie, mm. just walk into a game store and ask to be, you know, like, a part of a campaign. So, like, now knowing more about it, I get why that was probably, like, weird, weird yeah. to them. Because it was like, oh, like, we're in the middle of a campaign. Like, we're going to have to bring two people in. Um, they were really nice about it. Um, really, they really had, nice like, about it, yeah. If I remember correctly, they had kind of, like, predetermined character sheets that kind of helped us walk through it. Yeah, they did. They um, had, like, the pre-written yeah. ones, so we used those. Yeah, and then we went to a diner afterwards, and we, like, because he was like, oh, you have to, like, make a sheet. And so we were like, cool, we'll go to a diner and try to figure it out. We had no idea what we were doing. No, we were literally Googling things as we go, like, every single column yeah. we were trying to figure things out. But that sparked my first ever real D&D character, like, that night, mm-hmm. because we were going to play twin half-elves that, yeah. like, we didn't really know, but I wanted to go rogue, and then you were mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know what I want to do yet, but I was like, okay, but we're going to play twins, so, like, we have this built-in connection, and... And our names, wasn't our names backwards? Yeah, like was, yeah, because I was Atlas, and you were, like, Salta or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, so our names, and, you know, we did, like, that, the tr- traditional trope, but that inspired my first ever D&D character, because I went off and found a game online, because I wanted the confidence to, like, try to learn how to play. Found a game online, and I played Atlas, who was looking for her twin brother. So, like, go. yeah, and that became, like, a huge part of my D&D life. So without that experience, I mean, there we go. There'd be no Atlas. And Allie went full, <laughs> full throttle when it came to D&D. I could not keep up. Like she was already DMing by the point where I knew what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was definitely great because the um I think the first real because obviously I had the the one D&D experience before, but I didn't really understand a lot of it until we did like our our own game and yeah. it was kind of I was like oh my god because Allie is so detailed of course there was like <laughs> there was lore behind every area there yeah. was maps like there, it was so immersive um which was it's definitely uh something 
for DMs out there. If you're going to have new players in your game, that's very important, as ridiculous as it seems, because it, it keeps them kind of into the actual yeah, game. It, you know, it's a, it's a lot to remember um, just off your character sheet alone. Like, trying to remember who you are by, by, by yourself. Yeah. Not to mention the outside world. Because I made you guys, like, new, like, player packets that was yeah. like, these are the rules of D&D. There's no rules. Your character might die, and you have to get over it. Like, I remember I put all that in, and then I put, like, a cheat sheet on the back that was like, what you can do during combat. These are the steps of combat, yeah. That was really fun, and then we started hosting D&D Sundays at my house. Yes. My apartment at the time. Um, that was really fun. I, the first time was really fun. Yeah. Um... Plug, you can go see pictures of us uh, playing D&D on my Twitter. <laughs> there we go. Gaming Girl Says, that's my Twitter handle. It's all D&D related. But the number one comment and the pinned message on my thing is actually when we played that mm. first one where we had, like, all the mimosas and all the breakfast. Oh, my God. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, we yeah. had mimosas. And we, we went all out. <laughs> yeah, that was super fun. Let me see if I can find the picture. But, um, so that was the first, like... That was, like, the first thing that I, at least in, for me, Game of Thrones was the first thing that got us gaming together. That first D&D experience was the first time that I was really, like, immersed in the sort of gaming community because of what we had to go through. Yeah. Like, it was that first time where we had to break, you know, here, look, that's our picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. D&D things. Um, but that was the first time that I think we sort of had to deal with... I hate to even see it, say adversity, but that's kind of what it was. Like, that was the first push where we had to be like, okay, we're like the awkward people in the room. Like, yeah, we have to be the ones to break that wall. And ever since then, it's it's been great since then. Yeah, it, it wasn't really anything, I would say, with the, uh, the community there or anything. Like, no. Everybody was very friendly. It was just kind was, of knowing how to start that us. off. Yeah, it, it was just us being, you know, <laughs> overthinking or just being like, oh, how do we do this and that? Yeah, and I think that that's something that we wanted to bring to this podcast is sort of like be the outsider. Like, it's fine. There's people in the community that want to welcome you in and will totally take the time to acclimate you to – D and D or you know whatever the game is. Um, again, to plug this specific game shop, the owners are awesome. They're always yeah. trying to like teach people new games. Like, mm -hmm. like oh, you want to play this board game? Um, so they're great, and I would recommend if you have game stores near you to just ask questions because I think that was our first mistake. Honestly, had we'd walked in and asked them, yeah, they probably would have helped easier. us out, or if we like called ahead of time. But, um, cause I think had we called ahead of time, they would have been like, okay, we'll set you up with this person. And you know, when you get there, you ask for that person and it is what it is. But now I'm one of those people who plays D and D there every other Sunday. And like people walk up to my table and say weird things. And I'm like, oh, I'm not alone. So yeah, Ali Allie went full throat. She had a <laughs> she had online campaign. She had, she had everything. Else. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. I have yeah. a lot of, I still have a lot of campaigns. A lot. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, not as many, but it's mm. really addicting. It's really, like, easy to get lost in sort of that, the endless possibility of being endless. Like, like you said before, there's just yeah. so much that comes with it. You just, yeah. And the other thing is the, just the no time limit. You know, there's something about right. playing a game that goes on for, like, months or even years sometimes. Just, yeah. just the thought of there not being an end point, I think, adds something unique to the game by itself because... You know, again, if you go back to e even some tabletop games or video games, there, there's an end point, right? There's something you're, there's a goal you're there's trying goal. to get to. You don't really have that in D and D. You don't really know, you know, <laughs> where where the story's going. You're kind of building it as you go. Yeah, that's what I love when people are like, "Oh, so like, how do you win?" And I'm like, "There's no it's winning. Life. It's life. You that's just really don't die. Is. Like, and maybe even dying is a win for your character. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, it might be some of the shit that's <laughs> yeah. in D and D. Right. Some of the things off. I've got into probably death would have been the better option. But yeah. um, I think that's what's so like, yeah, exciting about it. And like you said, what you don't get from video games. And I mean, I love video games as much as the next person. Yeah. But I do find myself drawn to those types of like i love harvest moon it's like mm -hmm. you just live your life you have a farm you have yeah. kids like <laughs> i spend countless amount of time on sims 4 like it's it's ridiculous. yeah exactly i don't play any of the games people think i would play 
Um, you know, <laughs> the first game that everybody brings up to me is like 2K19. Like, I'm going to be completely honest, I don't even really like sports. I'm, I'm not a big sports fan. I watch boxing occasionally, but outside of that, you know, if I don't... And that's the thing, it goes back to, alright, like, I press these buttons to do this. Right. And it's all it's all very, like, yeah, there's definitely skill involved in, a, oh, for sure. in, in those types of games, but I just want a more immersive experience, right? Like, I want... Uh, in even online, um, you know, like I played uh, Elder Scrolls online. It's a lot of fun mm. stuff like that. But even then, it's not the same thing as having like an actual community where you meet up in the same place. You know, you're playing yeah. with random people. It's usually changing. There's also like <coughs> no ability to change. I I know you brought this up before, but in video mm. games, where like one of my favorite things about D and D, whether as a player or as a DM, is the ability to adapt things to the players. So like. You have this really cool backstory, and you have these really interesting yep. NPCs in your backstory <laughs> that, like, your DM can just randomly put into the story, and you're like, oh my god, like, had Atlas ever found her lost brother? Like, how cool would that have been for me as a player to have that character moment? And, you know, I think it helps people with public speaking and stuff like that, because <coughs> a lot Definitely. of the things you do are kind of awkward like or you have to especially it's a little bit different when you play online if anyone has ever done that you know usually it's just a headset and a microphone which i think is a great like gateway because you don't have to look somebody in the eye but when you're sitting like at a game store and you're like okay i really want to flirt with this npc and then like your dm is sitting right next to you and you're like i guess i'm flirting with you um yeah can make it a little definitely help with uh <laughs> I would say social anxiety too. Yeah. Um, getting out there and kind of, <clears throat> and again, there's so many different, different people, different games you could play. Um, Dungeons and Dragons alone definitely offers a lot as far as like pulling you out. Because I probably would have never gotten comfortable just playing like a tabletop card game if I wasn't introduced to Dungeons and Dragons because yeah. it forced me to talk to people. You know. Um, even with Game of Thrones, I would have never just like walked up to somebody and be like, "Hey, do you want to play?" <laughs> I think like <laughs> I think that the next thing we need to talk about is just sort of like maybe a memorable gaming experience um, oh and God. I only bring this up because of your experience in New York alright so I got really into fucking Game of Thrones right and I thought I was I was getting pretty good like I had a good deck and everything I was, he was finally beating me yeah I was watching uh, these this, you, oh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was pretty much like a, a podcast about just Game of Thrones, the card game, and it was about all these tournaments and stuff like that. And um, they mentioned that they play in New York, and I was like, oh, you know, like that'd be pretty cool to be able to play with them. So I show up to this place in New York, right? It's it's literally like inside of like a deli, and then you go down the staircase, and there's just <laughs> like this open room that's like a cafeteria, but everybody's like playing Game of Thrones there. Like, all right. Seems legit. So I walk in. Now, I'm not from New York. I don't like New York in particularly. So I'm already lost. Like, I just have a drawstring bag filled with cards. And I'm just, <laughs> just walking in circles. And I see this kid, like, sitting there kind of by himself. And he's just hanging out, like, talking to the other people. But he's not. He's the only person who wasn't playing at this point. So, you know, I, I, I sit down and, you know, I just, you know, go to go to talk to him. Um, he pulls out his deck. I, I figure out that he's deaf. Uh, so I was like, all right. I was like, this is going to make this gaming experience a little harder for me. Because, again, we don't fully know how to play on, like, a competitive le level at this point. Right. We'd only ever played with each other exactly. and watched so videos. Exactly. So if we were making mistakes, we weren't really correcting it. We, we wouldn't have known because we all learned at the same time. Right. So I start playing, and, you know, I was like, all right, you know, I'm not going to lie. A part of me felt kind of bad. Like, this kid is deaf, you know. I don't want to... And he was younger, too, like, which made it ten times worse. Right, because you're an old creepy man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I got absolutely destroyed. We we must have played three, like, maybe three games, and I lost not even close in all of those games. And then I was like, all right. So, I, you know, I tried playing with another person who was ten times better than that kid was and completely destroyed me. Um, but the best part about that whole experience was after I got my ass beat for the entire day, uh, there was people who came up to me and kind of like offered advice on my deck and stuff like this. Like, oh, you have too much of this. You have to focus on one thing. Um, but that's an, another great thing about kind of the, uh, the gaming community Can when it comes to uh, tabletop gaming. There's, there's, yeah. It's extremely competitive, but it's also very, like everybody tries to help each other out, especially with newer players. Um, 
Game of Thrones was never, like, the card game was never as big as, like, Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh! Right. or anything like that. So it was a very, like... Niche. Clo- yeah, very niche, very close community. So they, they were always looking for more people to come. Um, I never went back. <laughs> Nothing against the people there, but I just could not walk in that place again to get beat by them. This kid was, like, my arch nemesis at this point. I My, my self-confidence was destroyed. Like, you know, I didn't even want to play with my, my friends. Like, you know, I took, like, a week off and I was like, you know what? Yeah, that messed you up for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, it did. Psychologically, was not there. I was... All my confidence was gone. Oh, my God. But that just showed... Um, that was one of my first actually trying to get out. Because I've always wanted to do, like, tournaments and stuff like that. But never stuck with anything long enough to, to get good at it. Or kind right. of, you know, like, feel like I would be at that level yet. Um, even with, like, Game of Thrones. Again, it's very niche. So there's not a lot of, like, tournaments and, and stuff like that. It's a hard game. Like, it's not... Oh, not that there's not skill to magic, because there's a lot of skill to magic, yeah. but it's not hard to understand. Like, you know, you pay the mana, you yeah, play the creatures, yeah. you attack, next turn. It's very similar to a lot of But, art. like, Game yeah. of Thrones is, like, steps. It's a lot of steps. There's oh between, like, the plot cards, the gold, the when does this thing trigger yep. versus what, like, do, do I trigger, do you trigger? Keeping track of who goes first, because we never really played one-on-one. Yeah. We always played with typically three of us, if not four. Yep. Um, so, and we kept trying to get people into playing with us too. We would always drag people in. We're like, just come, just come tonight. We'll teach you how to play. Like, it's fine. So that was a lot to keep track of, and I think that was another hard thing with Game of Thrones. Was it's hard. Yeah, it's an extremely complicated game compared to a lot, of, and even now, because I mean, Game of Thrones was my first real exposure to like actual card games outside right. of like collecting Pokemon cards when I was younger. Because like who didn't do that? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I th- I just figured that's kind of how they all were. And I was like, oh, this is why, you know, like... People pick it, one and, thing. And they yeah, they just it. stick with that. But that, no, that game is... Because uh, now now that I play Magic, I'm like, oh, yeah, Game of Thrones is way more complicated. And I'm not going to say it's harder to be good at it, but it's just there's a lot of different phases different things you have to do yeah there's different skills to it where magic is figuring out how you want to play you know do you want to play an aggro deck are you playing control sort of what is your game style and it's the same thing in game of thrones like there's you know the equivalent of those things but there's so many phases to it that it's not just like i'm only ever gonna play instant card like it's not a thing in game of thrones you can't do that like it has to be on your turn you make a strategy for everybody else's turn and yep. I think that's having foresight is a big thing that Game of Thrones kind of like focuses on. Definitely. And the other side of that is that it's a living card game. It's not a CCG. So the fact that it's a living card game, it's not like you're buying a boost. There wasn't this huge pool of cards like there was right. in uh, like Magic. It's you buy this set. These are the cards you get. You knew exactly what you were getting, what you were getting. Um, which is both good and bad. It was good because obviously you don't have to spend. You know how much you have to spend. You don't have to spend a ridiculous amount of money to get all these different cards and stuff like that. Um, the bad part is, like, the good players just get better and better, and if you're not keeping up, you know, there's a lot of uh, tweaking in your deck and stuff, and you have to wait for an expansion to come out, but if your deck's not good, it's just probably never going to be good, Yeah. Um, and you'd have to tear it down, start from scratch, or figure out what's really wrong with it, which is similar in a lot of games, but I just feel like with uh, living card games, it's a little more, you're going to see a lot it's... more decks that look similar to each well, other. Well, that's the thing, yeah. is that, you know, we love game of thrones i mean we still play it we just don't play it as frequently because we didn't keep up with all the expansions and that's i would like to think that like we were pretty good players i mean i never played competitively yeah but i built two decks i was really proud of but if i played (laughs) my targaryen deck oh my god my um what should we call deck was pretty good too the was it the the tyrell yeah yeah yeah, the tyrell one all my knights with my, yeah. all, my, all my Sansa's flowers. Um, I was proud of those two decks, but if I picked those two up now and played someone who had a deck with like modern cards in it, I, it would I would not even be able to hold. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think that that's that's difficult too. Is you got to keep up with it, and you have to be, you know, on top of all those things. And we tried really hard. We were buying we expansions. But then you have to, like, wait for your expansion to come out, too. Because I remember for a while there was, like, nothing for Targaryens. Because it was like, oh, they're so overpowered, so, like, 
we're gonna give it to all these other houses. And I remember like buying expansions with you guys to be like, oh, here's the one Targaryen the card that exactly. came with it. Yeah, and what is it with card games and the color red that they always have to start <laughs> off overpowered? Like, can't you just red is an aggressive color? Uh, I guess, but don't make them so strong. <laughs> God, it's like she would get Danny out with three of her dragons, and the game was over. You just have to kind of sit there and take it. I mean, uh, you didn't have to take it. I guess you could always quit. <laughs> There's always that option. Oh, uh, yeah. We've had some fun gaming together. I'm really competitive, and they, they make fun of me because they say that if I lose, I get mad at them. Yes. No, we don't say. That's what actually happens. It's not like that, though. But she doesn't lose often, so we don't have to worry about that too too frequently. Um, so funny though. But yeah, that's especially uh, me. Me and Allie have very similar personalities in a way that, like, when we were playing, if you did something that like hurt what we were trying to do, even if it was a bad decision, we do everything in our power to make sure like your game just didn't go the way. It doesn't matter if we lose at that point. It's like yeah. we just want to destroy your game. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, we were so bad at that too. Yeah. You were like, that makes no sense to do that to me. I don't care. Yep. You killed Daenerys. Yeah. You're dead. And that might come from us being like. You know, we were into the TV show, and then it's like, these are actual characters. Um, I will say that the, the cards are based off of the books, not the actual, like, HBO characters. So, you do like get the that, game. Though. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah. It, it definitely gave a different um, different look to them. It's like, you know, you weren't looking at, you know, the actors and actresses that were in it. It was how the book betrayed it, which uh, the artwork is, I feel like, with most CCGs and LCGs, the artwork is just amazing. So amazing. Definitely. And continued to be amazing. Like, through all yeah. of the expansions, they just got better and better. Um, you brought up something, but I don't remember what I wanted to say about it. I don't know. But Game of Thrones. what? Oh, I know. Um, I think Game of Thrones also was such a good... I don't want... Gateway game. Oh, yeah. Because we could relate it to something, right? It wasn't yeah. like okay, you're rolling your charisma modifier. Like, you know, there was none of that. It was like, That's a very okay, point, yeah. Daenerys is an insightful person who has power, so obviously she has insight and power. Like, mm-hmm. you could relate the things as you learned the game. Um, and I think that that was super helpful. And it was cool because they had, like, the little quotes on the bottom that was, like, from Yeah, yeah that's from a very... Everything was relatively, I mean, more... Like mainstream, it was kind of you know you you had your military challenge, you had yeah. your intrigue challenge, and then you had your your power, power. challenge. Um, yeah, all of it was dumbed down as as opposed to if we just walked into magic and they were like, "This costs three mana." I'm like, well, "What the fuck is mana? I don't know. What that, I don't know what that is." <laughs> mana. You, you mean this thing, this, this land thing here? <laughs> the little circle. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was definitely and again, Game of Thrones at this point um, was very became pop culture. Um, very popular. Yeah, I, at this point, everybody watched Game of Thrones. It, it wasn't just, uh, you know... Because in the beginning, I remember, because I was one of those people, I watched two episodes of Game of Thrones and never watched it again yeah. for probably, like, at least a year. Just too many characters. Um, I wasn't much into the... I don't want to say the fantasy... Because there there's, like, fantasy movies and shows that I like. But, but just but, that, like, the whole setting. Yeah, like, the, the, the whole, period. like, medieval time period. Yeah. And then, you know, also having, like dragons and so it, it just felt like too cliche well, it was like sci-fi mixed with like yeah there's a lot of weird stuff a, going yeah, on yeah um, and it was just a lot of characters to keep up with but eventually i went back to it just because of everybody watched it at that point i was like all right maybe maybe i should give it a another chance uh got really into it um there was also the board game that we didn't even mention oh my god there's the game of thrones board game yeah. which is also extreme like, everything game of thrones is complicated the, the, that board, the board game, game was, was really fun too yeah we just didn't was. play that as often yeah but it yeah. the board game definitely takes longer it was a it was a lot of fun though um but that was a great introduction for us because again it was something we already it was related into yeah. yeah and then um it's also i feel like made it easier to get other people into it because if i would if we would have went up to half the people we were trying to get into game of thrones and we we're just like hey we're gonna play magic this like they would be like no one cares about magic exactly yeah. yeah i think that that helped because we're like oh you guys watch game of thrones come play this thing and then they're like oh i can play as Jon snow yeah and then they got there and realized how complicated it was and yeah like, what, what are you guys doing <laughs> yeah that's true but I think that's a really good point for people who are questioning, do they want to sort of jump into any kind of gaming, is find something that fits what you like or that you can relate to. Now, D&D is very open-ended, so anybody, genuinely anybody can relate to D&D. Like, I don't even yeah. say that lightly. There's not a single person 
that can't find something in D&D that's interesting to them. Whether that's you being a mo- like a murder hobo and you want to kill things. Yeah. Or you want to just be a political intrigue icon. But I think, you know, to start you should find things that you're comfortable with. So for us was Game of Thrones. I mm-hmm. think Pokemon is a great place for people to start. Oh, Pokemon's kind of complex from what I've yeah, the Same. actual game... So that's the thing. With Pokemon, I never got into... Actu- I don't think I played one game of Pokemon in my entire life. I just collected the cards. Yeah. Um, and again, this goes back to the addictive personality thing. Anything that I can collect, I, I yeah, will... Yeah, and like display. Yeah, oh, exactly. God. And anything that's like a blind pack sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the one thing that like... About Game of Thrones. Not that I didn't like, but just was less exciting to me. You knew what you were... Because yeah. it's like, you, we would Google it, because mm-hmm. we'd look up the cards and be like, okay, well, we're going to get these six Targaryen cards and these three Baratheon cards, and <clears> that's <throat> what it was. But, like, oh, we've bought so many magic cards these past two weeks. Oh, my God. And it's just so nice to open them. We, like, went rogue from, like, all the people we were playing magic with one day, and we, like, went and bought, like, another $200 of magic cards. <laughs> Oh we were like, God. yeah, guys, no no more magic cards. We'll um, we'll wait for well, you guys. Yep, No, we didn't wait. We didn't wait. And then we, like, didn't even stay at my house or your house. We literally went to my mom's house. Yeah, we ended up there. <laughs> like, yeah. at my mom's house. Somehow. That was hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... Um, oh, because we were babysitting. That's right, Alex. Yeah, Alex. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was... <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say, I if I had to compare the two, I, I probably am more into the CCG aspect of, you know, I, I like mm-hmm. not knowing what I'm getting in it. I like there being a chance of, oh, I got a really good pack, or, you oh, know, this was oh, this a one was terrible. Piece of shit, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think, and again, I guess with Game of Thrones, it being a living card game is just like, once you get good at it, you know, there's just, like, you no know the cards you need. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's very hard to get in that realm. As yeah. It's magic, not like it has a ceiling, but it is more kind of like, there's not this evolving, there's not this rotating door that you yeah. can kind of, so we talked about this with Magic, which was, you can drop off of playing Magic completely yeah. and pick back up with the new one because they have ones that come out all the time. And that's kind of like the great part about it, but the bad part for those of us with addictive personalities. Yeah. But. Yeah, and it goes, and the other, yeah, so those, and those old, uh, those old packs eventually go out of cycle and you can't yeah. use them. So it keeps the game fresh, which is great. Yeah. Um, again, terrible for people with addictive personalities. But at least it puts some type of stop in it. I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to buy something from four sets ago because I know it's going to go That's out. true. It does kind of like yeah. put a buffer. And I mean, again, we don't really pay, play competitively yet. Yet. But Time Warp is trying to get me to come, so. <laughs> I'll be there one day. Um, Scott and I will be rolling in there one day. Playing, Definitely. Trying to play. Um, but that being said, it does stop us to some point because you're not going back and buying, like, you know. Because we're only going to be playing Standard and Commander. And, yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe Modern, but, um, you know, we're not playing any of the mm-hmm. the OG, whatever. I don't even know what the you other know, ones are called. Origins and all that stuff. <laughs> We're not going that far back. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's really great. I don't know if you've seen the new artwork for the ones coming out in October. Oh, yes. I am so hyped. And the packaging is pink, which is like already, I'm just You're going to buy like six level. booster boxes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm going to pre-order all the booster boxes. Um, yeah, and if anyone hasn't seen it, it's like Grimm's Fairy Tales meets Magic. It's like mm. really cool looking. Which is something that we're, we're both going to... Oh my god, we're going to be so into that one. I'm so excited. Yeah. Those cards look great. And, and that's kind of where we great. ended up at... Like, currently, we're, we're, we've gotten really into to magic. Yeah. Um, that was like our rejuvenation. Our yeah. reunion game was kind of like we... We got... I yeah. don't even know how it happened. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. But I don't remember how it happened. I think it was just like... I think I texted you and I was like, I think we're going to play magic one night. Yeah, I think, yeah, I came over, I don't know if I came over or you, you just texted me about it. I came over one night and she had a whole fucking booster box already. I was like, okay. We're doing like, this, this again. This, this is what we're doing. Okay. Yes, I invite, because I was hanging out with my yeah. brother and then I had bought a box of magic cards and I had brought like magic cards and I brought Dice Thrones, which we mm. still haven't played. We haven't played It yet. is such a fun game. We have Maybe to. we'll play after this. We could review it after yeah. the next. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dice Thrones is a great, great game, but I brought that, we got the magic cards, and then you were like, oh, are you getting back into magic? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And then after that, we were like, let's go buy $600 worth of magic cards in two weeks. And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. It must have, it had to have been close to 600. Yeah. If not more. 
Because how many booster boxes did we buy? Like five M20s and like freaking three wars. Don't go to Time Warp for any booster boxes. (laughs) We We clear clear them them out. out. You got to wait a couple weeks at least. (laughs) Yeah, we clear them out like every time we go there. Yeah, I actually just found out that Walmart has uh, booster boxes by me, but I'm like hesitant. Yeah, they have like whole like booster boxes the deck builder kits they have a whole section of it that's weird but then i also go back to that youtube video and just think oh I was like, you know what they're God. sealed There's, they are sealed so i feel like i'm safe <laughs> yeah but, if um, it's like from the company it's yeah. fine if it's not but bad. i'm also trying not to do that um i again I, I hate the term like mom and pop stores but you should really if you're gonna shop for anything yes. gaming, you should go to your like local please your local stores don't go to like a walmart don't order off of amazon um yeah. keep them in business because if they go out of business you have nowhere to play the community dies like, yeah not, it's just not the same yeah. and like i said i play a lot online so i'm not one to talk about like you know not using a game store but yeah. i try to play at time warp as much as i physically can um Scott and I go to different game stores. I made yes. them drive an hour the last time we went just because there was this really cool new game store. Oh, my God. That place was beautiful. I know. That place was so nice. I'm going to have to get the name of it and, like, mm. link it because they also deserve a shout-out, but I've only been there once. Yeah. Um, so I'm not entirely sure of the name, but it's really awesome. Uh, yeah, it was – we drove an hour just to go. We literally were in there for less than 10 minutes. Like, yep. we bought cards. We bought sleeves. We bought my baby brother um, Pokemon cards. Yes, and a and a and a cookbook, a, a, Pikachu, a Pikachu cookbook. cookbook. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So we were in there for less than ten minutes, but it's just you want to see places like that prosper. Oh, and then we found out they had a yeah. gaming room in the back. Yes. Which I was yes. super excited about. Well, you, yeah, definitely, and even like with playing online, at least that doesn't hurt the the community. Right. You know, those are still exactly. people who are playing the game. Um, it's just when you when you get off of like Walmart and stuff like that, and even. You know, I was just, like, uh, reading something the other day. It's, like, GameStop is, like, restructuring everything because they're about to go out of business. I know, and it's um, sad. Cause... It, it really is, and it's even something, like, it was something that sells strictly pretty much video games outside of, like, one section where they had two boxes. I bought both of them. Um, yeah, of Magic cards, and that's all there is in there is pop figures and video games. Like, for some, a place like that to go out of business, like, if you're not shopping at these uh, these local gaming stores, they're... They don't have a chance. Like, yeah. They're not going to be able to stay in business. Yeah, and we're super passionate about that because, like I said, our first real experience was at this game store, yeah. and I continue to go there all the time. We still shop there all the time. Yeah. I'm going to convince Scala to start coming with me every other Sunday yes, if he gets off of definitely. work ever. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, you don't write your own schedule, but yeah, I do. Can't all be so, <laughs> so lucky, Allie. Just come work for me. It'll be fine. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, so this is kind of what this podcast is going to be about. Uh, we we want to review. We're going to play a bunch of different tabletop games, review them, <clears throat> go over uh, maybe some unboxings, things like that. Oh, yes. If anyone's into ASMR, I have this idea. Yes. Okay, really random poll. Would people listen to an ASMR based off of gaming? You know, like I'll crinkle up some packs. I don't have any on me right now or I would do it like roll some dice i'm just like those sounds relax me or whenever i get the booster boxes you can ask all i always like tap on them yeah and like that noise is just so like oh it feels so good that's that's my next my next grand idea and and i don't know there's just something it's like it's like having christmas at any time there's something about opening (laughs) booster boxes that just make you feel so good so many packs yeah i really don't have any packs it's it's uh it's it's just such a good feeling um yeah but we, you know, we're open to suggestions if there's things you guys, like, want to hear from Absolutely. us. Um, but, yeah, the general consensus or the general idea is that it's just going to be this really chill podcast because we're, you know, I don't know. We're chill. We're chill we're, people. We're, are we? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're here. Um, <laughs> we're something. So we just wanted to make it a more, like, relaxed sort of generalized gaming podcast we're yes. not masters of all. We're, you know... Jack, we should have said that in the beginning. Jack of all <laughs> trades, master of none type of thing. Um, by no means am I going to tell you I'm the greatest DM in the world or the best magic player or clearly Scala's not the best uh, nope, Game of Thrones not even close. Not even close. Um, but that being said, we really do try a lot of things. And, like, right now, I think we can kind of wrap it up with kind of, like, what we're doing right now. So, what what are you into right now? 
Well, right or do you now, want to I'm try? Going, I'm just going general. hard on magic. Of yeah, course. you are going hard I'm on going magic. Going pretty hard on magic. Um, and this is the first time that I think I've ever really, because I actually used to play the app with Paulie, Allie's brother. <laughs> yeah, my brother. Um, we used to play Magic Duels, and that's <laughs> kind of my first experience with it. And I was like, oh, this is kind of like Game of Thrones, even though Magic was around like what a hundred years before <laughs> Game of Thrones came out. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. fine. But um, yeah, that, so this is the first time I'm really getting into it. So I'm focusing on that. Um, I definitely we're gonna try Dice Thrones today. Uh, yeah, I think yeah we can definitely yeah. try Dice Thrones. Um, Mitch mentioned Game of Thrones before, like he misses it. So I was like, oh, maybe we should. just Well, like, I have try. all of our stuff here. Yeah, I think. like maybe maybe one day I'll, I'll bring my deck over and we'll, yeah. we'll try it again. I have all the play mats and stuff. Yeah. Um, outside of that, I do I do want to get into like because I've never actually finished a D and D campaign. Um, I do somewhere along the line want to get back into that um yeah that's we should like try to run a new game we should. we're like fine well i'd really like to play in a game with you so we should like find someone who will like yeah. run a game or join my sunday games because i don't play i don't run that I oh, play. yeah no i play in a like i go to time warp on sundays and i like i found a guy so Side note, if anyone is desperate like I was, I literally went on Facebook and I was like, I went on like a New Jersey gaming mm. thing and I was like, hey, I want to play D&D in person. Like I play online. Um, I've never played in person with people like I didn't know. I really want this new experience. And this experience DM was like, I'll totally run a game for you. And that I play awesome. with him. His son is one of the players. His son's best friend is one of the players. Obviously Mitch and Sarah comes too. So like that's kind of like what we did um this is, this is something i'm probably gonna do that yeah because you just like you know and then you find a day that works for you and you find somebody who's willing to run i mean weekends are hard in the business that we do yeah. but typically i just don't work sundays so it works for me and we don't play every sunday so mm. I'm, it's pretty flexible but um yeah D D is great i started to get into warhammer i think i told you this oh you did yeah you did. i started to get into warhammer it's really complicated um, but I could tell the video for it was forty five. Every time Ali brings up a game, I immediately go on YouTube and look up the how to video for it. It was forty five minutes. For you're like the best support system though, because I remember texting you being like, "I think I'm gonna try Warhammer," and you're like, "Okay, I'm on it." And like I'm gonna go watch the video. Um, but Warhammer is really expensive, so that's kind of one yeah. of those like you got to commit to Warhammer. And I really just wanted to get into painting miniatures, so like that's why I started Warhammer. Yeah. Um. And they're all pink and blue, so they're super cute looking. But that's not the point. Uh, I want to try more board games. I miss playing board games. Like, we used to do yeah. that. And we just, like, haven't because we do a lot of Magic and a lot of Game yep. of Thrones. And I play a shit ton of d and I can't even begin to tell you. Like, currently, right now, I play a game on Tuesdays, which is my first ever real campaign with my favorite DM ever, Ian. Mm. He is the best. Um, so... I play a game on Tuesdays. I play a solo campaign, either Wednesdays or Thursdays. I play every other Sunday. I play in six games online. Six games online. But they're play-by-post games. So this is like this new thing that I discovered, which is like role-playing online, but it's no voice, and you just kind of like write your responses when you can. Um, So I found a community with people that have really taken me in and kind of like, I found these like four people who run all these different games and are in those, and they just keep inviting me to all these games and yeah and now I'm officially trying to run my own game online so that'll be fun Woo. yeah that'll be fun um but real games I play also a game called Vampire the Masquerade which is D&D with vampires that one you told me about yeah yeah that one it, it's dark it's in the world of darkness the world of darkness <laughs> <laughs> but it's the world of darkness umbrella yeah. i play one play by post game like that and i stream on friday nights which i haven't done in forever because summer's crazy and everybody works yeah. but i play a lot of games so if anyone ever wants to play games with me i'm always playing games yes um we should definitely do that we should try and play at least one new like card or board game right every, and i miss board games week. like i really miss board games yeah. like when i got dice <clears throat> thrones which you'll see in a little yeah. bit it's like the best of both worlds because it is a board game, but it's so much more than just like the like every character gets their own individualized set for so like you get your oh, own board, okay. you get your own cards, you get your own stuff, and it's individualized for the type of character you want to play. Mm-hmm. And they're like D and D characters, so you can play like a rogue, you can play a paladin. Oh it's really cool. That's that's like I think the worst thing that D and D has done to me. <laughs> it's made me so into like fantasy shit. 
And it's so hard to sell your, like, sell, you know, I was like, yeah, it's like, it's got wizards and, ro-. and it sounds so stupid right. to, like, an outside perspective, but when you really get into the actual game, it, it makes it so much more fun. Right. And honestly, 90% of games have something like that in it. It's just not as apparent as, as in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And I, like I said before, I think we easily, you know, anybody can easily get into it. I mean, I ran a game for my parents one day. Like, because my little brother wanted to play, so my parents, I was like, you guys have to play. You know, my dad was like, can I fly? And I was like, sure, yeah, you can be an Asimar, you can fly, whatever. He's like, can I punch things? I'm like, yeah, Asimar monk, sure. Like, (laughs) you know, and, like, that was kind of a cool experience for them because they were like, oh, this is kind of nerdy, but, like, there's, like, they really had a good time. And, you know, I think if people gave it a chance, they would... And I, I think that's Come the problem. I think honestly, that's probably what scares people the most is the fact that they're gonna like it. Like I don't. I think a lot of people know they would get into it if <laughs> yeah. they did it, but they're just there's such a negative connotation with yeah. playing D and um, Even I mean, it's obviously probably not as bad now as it used well, to be. Well, no, because still... I don't know if you watch Stranger Things, but like oh yeah, I mean that's... I don't watch Stranger Things, but that's either. like a thing is that they play D and D, so now people think it's like cool. Yeah, so no, that, that's what it took. It took Stranger Things for you. I know that kind of made me yeah. upset, but at the same time, you know, I was one of those people who was like, "Oh, cool! Like now, you guys want to play D and D because Stranger Things plays D and D." Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? Who am I to judge? Because at least people want to play now. Yeah, as long know? as it brings people in the community, and as long as those people, like, I guess the other thing would be like, as long as they're going to be respectful of the community that already yeah. exists. Um, because it, it can be, I mean, we're, and this is like something we joked about with our, with our first visit. It's like, you know, they were probably way more scared of us than we, we were, were of them. them yeah. It's like this, this thug and this female walking into the store for like probably the first time in ever. <laughs> and we just sit I mean, down next to I mean, there's females that walk in there. There's no thugs. No, there's definitely no thugs. That's a rare. That's a rare, you. Yeah. It's That's just, a you. It's just me. Just me. You're point. the only thug that ever goes in there. Yeah. And the funny part is, is like, you know, like. I know there's a lot of other thugs out there who want to <laughs> play Magic the Gathering because thugs, generally speaking, have addictive personalities. It's just you, yeah. you know, you're addicted to different things. You know, you'll collect sneakers, spend like $600 yeah, right. on, you know, you just, right. you're just transferring it to something else. Put those sneakers down, come yeah. get some Magic cards. Yes, I've been wearing Air Force Ones ever since I started getting into card games. <laughs> Haven't bought another pair. It's literally $30 shoes for me from now on. All my money is invested into booster packs. Yeah, I mean, hell, yep. why not? But I have fun with it. You know, it's different than, um, you know, just just buying new clothes and stuff like that. I, I buy things that are actually going to provide me a life outside of just working yeah. all the time. And, and I think know. it provides something for you. I think, I mean, I think gaming is good for mm-hmm. everybody. I think when you get older, it gives you something a little bit different. Like we've talked about, we work ridiculous yeah. hours. Like our business is... Our hours change every week. We have no, yep, no consistent, scheduling. yeah, no consistent scheduling. Um, you know, there's days where we're working till, well, especially where you work, like mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning. There's days where you're up at six a.m. So it gives you something outside of this sort of work persona that you always have, um, and it opens. I mean, it definitely has like opened my friendship circle outside oh, yeah, of Scala and my brothers and Mitch. You know. Um, so, you know, that being said, I think it's good for everybody. Gaming Definitely. For all. And there's still people like, um, you know, I have employees that at, at my job who like found out I like play, like I was either talking about it or I was, uh, I was like, Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go home. I'm go get a booster pack. It's now we just got paid. And they're just like, wait, what? And it's just like, they're in, they're in like hiding of like admitting to it. There's like, you, you play magic too. And I'm like, shh. Like, yeah, right. Anybody. It's like a there's, secret. Society. Yeah, there's there's still that secret, but what I'm noticing is more and more. It, it seems like the lines are getting blurred, which is a good thing, right? You know, people aren't fitting. You know, feel like they have to fit a certain criteria to to, to play a game or yeah. have to worry about like what society is going to. We have bigger issues than you know, like right? Ma- Magic the Gathering and what you're into, and I mean, I guess the big thing. I would say to anybody who's feeling that type of way is just try it. What's the worst that's going to happen? Like, people are going to make fun of you for trying a game. Like, how many countless hours do people play video games, play the same video games over and over yeah. again? And, you know, I mean, that a long time ago probably would have made you a nerd. But I mean, yeah, take, you know. I mean, I, Paulie, who is not here to defend himself, yeah. but that's the thing, right? Like, he was into video games and magic and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. 
And I wouldn't say that anyone called him a nerd, but that's sort of the connotation that comes with those things. Was yeah. like, you know, that's the view, and that's not a thing. I mean, now every everybody plays video games. Yeah. Like, there is no limit on video games. Everybody from nerds to jocks to I don't yep. know, whatever stereotype you want to use, thugs and females and... And more than I have ever played when I was younger. Like, the amount of time that's invested in... And, again, I think a part of that is because of the video games are so... Like, you know, with MMOs, there's so much to do that you can play it for that long. It's not, yeah, you, you know... Which is great, but at the same time, it's like... It's also causing so much isolation. Like, you know, you're just sitting at home, you go home... Like, uh, when I really get into, like, a video game, right? I'll go home, I'll turn it on, I'll play... You know, like, I won't talk to anybody, go to work the next day. And it just becomes this kind of right. isolation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there's... It's not saying it's not fun, but it's not going to be as fun as, you know... I never look forward to going home and playing a video game. That's never happened. Yeah. Um, unless I just got the video game. And well, it's like, I no, mean, of yeah. course it happens, but yeah. it's not like... You know, there's even... I went through this kind of recently with all the ones I was playing online where I was becoming kind of overwhelmed because it felt like a video game at that point because it was like... Mm-hmm. I was coming home to play these things, and granted, I was talking to people, but it's just not the same as sitting, you know, like, you and I order pizza and play magic. Like, it's just not the same, and it doesn't have that same effect on you mentally. And I was starting to feel, like, that sort of isolation. Like, I was still talking to people, and I was feeling that sort of isolation, because what I was doing was, like, coming home, playing D&D, sitting on my computer until 12 o'clock in the morning, going to bed, going to work, doing it all over again. Which is why I'm glad that, like, we're kind of back to playing face-to-face and going out and going to game stores and just doing stupid stuff. I mean, yeah, actually having, like, the experiences of it. I, I definitely think we need to recruit more people to our... Yes, our army. Yeah, we've, we've tried before. It, it gets difficult. The other thing, uh, especially with D&D, which is very difficult, is just going off of people's schedules. It's so hard. Um, like, we've tried so many times, and it's just, like, so every week. Times. And it's not like you can't run a campaign if people are missing, but it changes everything. It changes the dynamic. You don't yeah. want people to feel left out. And then, at least on a DM standpoint, because when I play with you guys, I only DM. Yeah. Um, is you have to make adjustments because you don't want people to miss things. So, yeah. like... Where I had this great campaign structure set up, and you know, and it's open world, so you guys can go wherever you want. I felt myself fishing for things to throw at you guys, so I would stop you from doing like the like the quote unquote main mission, yeah, so that people weren't missing out on stuff. And unfortunately, you know, that game kind of fell apart. But it, it is hard with schedules, yeah. But I've made like a commitment to myself, sort of like. You know, like with that Sunday game, is that like I'm going to carve this time out for myself? It's every other week. There's no reason I can't two weeks ahead of time know if I can't make it, and at least like I know well in advance that like I can't make it. Not yeah. like I would say that's definitely a big part of anybody who's looking to get into D and D. If you're going to commit to like a campaign, especially if it's a new one that your DM just built, um, make sure you're actually going to be able to make it. The time works. Um, the day yeah. works because. It's really, like, upsetting yeah. when people can't make it. As a player, too. Like, because yeah, you it, it rely on those other people. Exactly. Um, that's a good point. But try, everybody, just pick one day, even if it's just, like, a part of a day, where you're just going to have for, like, trying something new or trying some gaming and just start there. Um, it could be something small. It could be, there's so many different, like, even if you wanted to get into Magic or try it out, like, I would say, like, download the free Magic Duels app, and that'll give you, like, your exposure. Like, I learned a lot of the rules from playing from that. From playing, Just yeah. because it, will, it won't let you do the wrong thing. Um, so, things like that. Or if you're really into Game of Thrones, maybe you start off with the Game of Thrones card game. Pokemon. It is complicated. Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh! is like making a huge comeback. Yeah, like, I don't know what ha- Is there a movie coming out or something? <laughs> I don't know like, that we don't, don't know about. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! had just... Blown up. like it's everywhere now. It's it's yeah. everywhere. When we were at the game store the other day, like people are just buying so many Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I'm like, yeah, Yu-Gi Boy, or like we making a comeback here? That's something I never got into. I don't know. I felt I like when I was show, younger, though. it was just like Pokemon, and I never watched the show. So if mm. I would have watched the show, I probably would have ended up. Well, you're older than me, and that was like prime when I was like in that cartoon age. Oh, so I think yeah, you might have yeah. been like a little too old for it. But because Polly and I watched it every day after school when I was in elementary school, I probably just missed it. So you yeah, probably like my time just... was like prime, like Pokemon. Like, yeah, that's exactly. When, yeah. 
So that's probably why. But Yu-Gi-Oh! is a good show. You should just watch it now. Maybe I will. Or you watch the Abridged series. It's hilarious. If you go on YouTube and you just look up Yu-Gi-Oh! the Abridged series, someone dubbed over the whole series and like cut the episodes down to five minutes. So good. It's flawless, honestly. You get the whole thing (laughs) in just a few episodes. Um, But I think... That's kind of like where we are right now because we're yeah. probably going to go play Dice Thrones, I think. Yes, definitely. Yeah, um, and like get in some air conditioner because it's really hot in here. Yes, we did this for the pod. <laughs> Do it for the pod. So I think going forward, we're going to kind of theme episodes around certain topics. So this was sort of our introduction and first gaming experiences. Yes. Um, we plan to do a lot of storytelling just because we have so many hilarious stories that... Definitely. For days. Um, I was just thinking that it randomly came to me while we were sitting. I think maybe for our next podcast, we can kind of talk about how people can go about finding games and getting into the community and sort of like branching out from there. Because I think that's the first step is how do people find their person or, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, find somebody who wants to play games with you and start there. Find your alley. Find find your scala. (laughs) Find your raptor. Yes. (laughs) Um, so I, I don't know, any other closing remarks? Um, no, uh, I guess we are going to do this every... We're going to record on Wednesdays, that's our goal, and our goal is to have everything out by Fridays. Yeah, that's going to be our release schedule, hopefully it works out. I think it should work out, though, I'm usually always off Wednesdays. I'm usually free at nights anyway, so like, that's kind of, Wednesdays have been working for us as far as gaming goes in general, so... Mm. Yeah, maybe I'll just take Wednesdays off. We can, like, play games in the morning, record, and kind of work everything out. So please bear with us as we figure all of this out. Because, all of it. yeah, this is something we've wanted to do for a while, and today we just decided that we're going to do it. Yep. And the name, in case you forgot, Big Deck Energy. Yeah. BDE. BDE. Um, so, yeah, I think this is us signing out, and we're going to post this on all, all of the platforms. As far as social media goes, you can follow us, Instagram, Big Deck Energy Podcast, and on Twitter, Big Deck Energy One. Yeah. Great. Well, peace. Bye. Bye. If you wave, they can't see you. <laughs>